0: hi everyone and welcome back to commitments the last night of commitments 2015 actually um, and tonight we have bringing it all together with Anthony Chow at the and beer and a few quick notes as always before we start um, get in on the conversation by following at commitments or at the brown bag or uh, hashtag commitments hashtag the brown bag to ask us any questions or make any comments etc etc You can find recorded episodes at bit.ly slash Commitments2, uh, the number 2. And, uh, of course, check out our GitHub repo, which you can probably Google. But uh, just to make it official, it's at github.com slash Commitments slash 30 Days of Commitments 2015 with hyphens in between. All right. So without further ado, I will go ahead and uh, uh, make Anthony a presenter.
1: Okay, let's see, slideshow. See my screen? Yep, you're there. Okay, I'll start. Okay, good evening, and welcome to Commitments. My name is Anthony Chow. It's my privilege to present at Rebound Back. Well, we have learned a lot about GitHub this past month. Yesterday, we also learned how to contribute to open source. Today, we're going to wrap it up with Introduction to Go. This is just an introduction. While well, Go is consider a simple language. There's so much to talk about, especially some of its advanced features. Today, we're just going to look at the basics and hopefully give you a jump start, motivate or arouse your interest to look deeper into this language and to contribute to any open source project that is written in Go. Uh, Docker is written in Go. Well, I just realized you, don't, you only see my screen and not my face. So I don't have to worry about smiling. And I don't have to uh, look into your eye to make personal contact.
0: <laughs> That's right. You could even be uh, presenting in your underwear if you wanted to be.
1: <laughs> well, what do you see on this slide? For me, I see a. This is. I see a happy picture. And two things in this picture. Actually, this is the one. This is the upper right hand upper right hand corner is what I'm referring to. I see two things that I like very much. The characters are all very happy, and I see food. And after all, these are the two things that I've been pursuing all this time: and happy working environment, and I ability and something to provide my family with food. So this is what get me started to look into. Gold. Another reason that I look into Go is that somehow we need to jump out of our comfort zone and learn something new or different so that we'll be able to stay current to keep up with the uh, fast-paced uh, IT av- advancements. So do you have a reason to look into this language? And here I, in this, on the slide I list a few reasons. I hope some of them may hit you. OK, next one. In general, we do not need to know uh, about history of, of the programming language. But for Go, it is important because this dictates some of its features and design decisions. Go, as you have seen, you can see in the slide, is a to address a specific problem that happens in Google software development and deployment problems. Uh, Google's infrastructure is huge, and some of the software that runs in this infrastructure is also huge. Even building a software image can take up to 45 minutes. Imagine there's a one-line change to a fix to a critical bug that needs to be deployed immediately. The developer has to take 45 minutes to build, make the change, and then go through testing. The turnaround time is just too long. So Google needs something very efficient and scalable and productive. This history of Go dictates the syntax and some of the features. Go was created by Google, again, in response to the problem to see a software development and deployment problem. It was just taking too long, and Google needs something to speed up the development and deployment time. Rob Pike is one of the original designers of Go at Google, and he summarized Go as a compiled, concurrent, garbage-collected, statically typed language developed at Google around 2007 for efficiency, scalable, and productivity. And I think these 16 words summarize go in very precise and cleverly. When we say compile, that means an executable is generated to run instead of using interpreter like Python, or for JavaScript, using a JVM to run the code. And this is faster in execution. One good analogy that I can think of is running a virtual machine on ESXi versus running the virtual machine on a workstation. we well, running in workstation is just like an interpreted language. For concurrency, uh, we can see Go, we're famous for concurrency. And this is to take advantage of the multiprocessor of the modern hardware for concurrent instruction execution. I read somewhere in the web, I'm not sure where, I actually I couldn't even find it again, is that for the same instruction, with using a simple for loop, it takes 42 milliseconds to complete, but it's written, well, uh, uh, the simple for loop is also in Go language, but if using concurrency, it only takes 14 milliseconds to complete the same task. So we can tell with concurrency, uh, efficiency is indeed a high, a uh, good feature for Go. Another in, in, a special feature for Go is garbage collected. This feature eliminates the needs for the developer to write code to for memory management. It is a very attractive feature for me because I don't have to worry about a memory allocation and deallocation. And especially for concurrency, manage, uh, memory management is, can be a very big problem. But if the language can take care of it, that would be great news for us. Another nice feature about Go on memory management is that the stack is is handled, um, is, handled uh, is handled is handled also automatically if there is no stack overflow. If the stack is not big enough, Go uh, since uh, release 1.5 will re- uh, allocate a new stack for you, and so that we will not be, there will be no stack overflow problem. Statically type is another feature is that um, uh, the the type in Go let's say the variable if we declare it as an integer, you cannot assign a string. Whereas in Python you can do that. Well, this is very important because At the compilation time, the the language itself, the compiler will check for this type checking. And if it's wrong, then it will uh, issue an error and you cannot be able to compile it as the image. This is important because this forced developer to handle the variable type more carefully. That means we can write cleaner programs. We will go into more specific with this later on in the demo. Besides RockPite's definition, one thing I've learned about Go is that it's very developer friendly. I've listed a few things about uh, how it can be developer friendly. Let's go into. Uh, uh, let me show you something in in the demo. This is a section of code that I I see in production. Do you see any, anything wrong with this section of code? It's very compact, as in C, and it's very precise too. It works, but there is a problem. Debug is very difficult with this, with this function. There is no traceability or any record about if something goes wrong about something wrong if the if case it just fell through. I had a customer in Asia that demand line by line analysis of the production problem that we see at the network, then if something happens in this section of the code, there is no way that can tell us how or even remotely suggest that this section of the code has a problem and we will not be able to debug. Debug is a big thing in software development, so I be able to have the user-friendly is very important for us in, in writing the program. And also, if you look at Go, let's go back to the to the slide. Is that it has built in package for contemporary modules or functions, say, such, uh, such as JSON, networking, or even web application. For this, we, we can easily use a well tested progr- uh, section of the code for our program so that we'll, we'll be safe. And also, for, for sure, this is a Go routine that this is. We can take advantage of the multi-core hardware and also, this is because of the way Go is constructed, it has a rich ecosystem so that we, there are also other tools that help us to develop uh, a a Go program. The last thing is that it is, what is the Go way? It is the way Go is constructed, it forces the developer to write the program in a specific way. It encourages simple uh, programs and it discourages people to write uh, very sophisticated code which works and slick but is difficult de- to debug for go it runs on Windows Mac, and Linux and if you can see I copy from from the from, from the website uh, these are the the hardware that you can runs on this is good because once it is written, it can be compiled on different platform and it, all, it, will, it, will, it will just run. There's some Go terminologies. Why do we need to know about these terminologies? Because sometimes to know about these terminologies, we know about the language. And also, when we read the compiler error or warnings, some of these specific terms may come up and it will help us to know. For Go, everything is in the form of a package. And also for a block, it needs a delimiter that delimits the block. Unlike Python, it's by uh, the block is determined by spaces. And there's also a scope. It is where the integer is is how they define how they are referenced. And also there's a variable and a type. Uh, and on GitHub, I make a reference. I make a mistake. For type, I say type type reference. Actually, this should, should be type for it to be value and reference. Reference that means it's something with a pointer. We reference by 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 the by the address of the of the variable. Some of the important features that highlights here is again we touch on is the memory uh, management. Slice is a preferred way than an array. It's a dynamic array, and that's how we uh, we will look at this into when uh, when we do go to the do the demo. And for map is similar to the dictionary or dict in. Uh, python it's a key value store this is important especially for if you are familiar with container the the xcd is it has a is a distributed key value store system so this is very handy for composition later on this is something to do with object oriented we'll talk about if go is object oriented or not and there's concurrency and interface. Interface is something important about Go that is not being talked about, and we will have a demo also on this a bit so that we have a glimpse of how it works. And before we go into the demo, there is the, some basic programming, it's a programming terms so that we can cover a different variety of audience. For every program, there is a data declaration, there is an assignment, if then else or iteration we look into this well look at the, some of the the, the program okay uh, the demo time see so we'll go back here and let's say go is compiled but also you can run it uh, like this go run demo basic go then do so it, this can be used to test out our functions or programs when we run this you will see, take some time. Supposed to be faster, but I think this is the first time. So this is the output of the program. I have this on GitHub. If you download it and run it, you will see the same same result. So you can see uh, some of this output, and we can look at the code and, uh, and look at it a lot, uh, look at the lines different. Uh, let's see. So AVI demo. is it? demo. See, is go by packages, just like a, like a library, and also import other packages. In this case, in line number three, I imported the fmt package. So actually, I have written some comments so that this program itself is explanatory, but then we'll go through it. This is a function that we call main, we'll come back to it this later. Now we start with the main. This is something we call the variable decorations. This is something we declare a as an integer. Uh, we de- 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 declare integer i and j as string. And this is called a map, just like a, a index a value pair. We will say the map is 1 for January, 2 for February. And we'll look at the code we use There's the slice. We declare the slice uh, the map for all the months in the year. And also, we have a string, string 1. So this is one way to append the variable to to the slice. This is what I put put the all the months here. And then this is the code illustration. Well we see we have an assignment. We we look at the the length. The length is uh, I forgot what uh, length is, but it's assigned to a value i. And then, one, let's, let's go back to that later. And then, one thing is that we can do multiple assignments, the x and y. You see, x will have the value of, of 100, and y will have the value of 200. And then I print it out. And this is part of some of the assignment. And then for the if-then-else, it's just regular. if, if this is very interesting. This is called an now assignment. See for check month index size, it returns two valuable. This is something unique with GO is I may not cannot say with uh, unique because I'm not sure about other languages, but this is some good features about GO is that it can return a an error error. If you look at it in the beginning, look at the beginning, then this function, check month index size. it is import is input as an integer and return one integer and an error. Actually, for this function, we don't need to return this integer. But this is for demonstration is that I, ret- I will return an integer and an error. The error is a specific string that will tell what, what's wrong with. So if, if we go back to the original program in C, if it is written in, in Go, we will be able to return this generic function message to the caller. So that it will not be, um, be, it will not, it will specifically know what the problem is. Before, if we only say, let's say, if we go back to our C program, see demo.c, it's very hard to debug because we would, we will not know what the problem is. We can say, oh, we can say, have this inside function to lock to a specific location, do a switch lock, but. If it is a generic library, we do not know what the caller caller is using for for, for logging. And also the calling call function, let's say for set rule ID, you this function has to agree with what the return value is so that the caller function will know what's wrong. Instead, if it is in go, we just add, we just return return a string to space specific set to specify what the value, what the problem is and then let the caller handle. Because one f- same error, depending on the caller, we can choose to determ- terminate the program or we can do choose to do something else. It's, it's up to the caller function to see, decide what to do when there is a problem. So when we go back to this this um, dash, that means we don't care about the value. We just, it's just like a death note. If we, if we change the program to something else and declare this but let's say if we change this to to uh, RV uh, RV if we do to this this will not compile because RV even though it received the value from the calling function call function it, it's not being used in the program the compiler would, would say oh this is an error so this is something that unique uh, very feature of our goal is that we can declare it as a no, as a as an empty delimiter uh, variable, so that the function it will not we will not be need to declare some unused function. And then I think one thing about array is that array has to be base zero. I learned it in the hard way at college. It cost me one gray. Instead of an A, I get a B because I index a, a bit zero bit. I use as I call it as a first bit, and this cost me a, one gray. And I learned it the hard way. Good thing it's in college and it's not learned at on the job. So this is something about uh, an array for, for, for sure. When we pro, when we do programming, an array has to be the base is zero. So another thing is that. Uh, when you I'm trying to say, do you see anything wrong with this this uh, next uh, set? Did you see anything wrong with this check from line line 90, 98 to 103? Actually, nothing wrong syntactically. It compiles and it even gives us the right right output because but then you will see the else case will never be true. You can never find a value of x. So sometimes programming is just like this. If you, you you think you are programming one way, but actually the outcome might be different. See, because in this, if you write something like this, of with a double double not if an all case, it's always a true. Never the, the else case will never happen. Another is thing about programming is about iteration. For this one way, a standard for loop, just like a C like for i equal to six, and then the length you will just print out and then next thing is about the range range is a specific keyword out in go it works on a slice so string one is a slice and we we'll assign it and if you look at the program it runs it will it will run it will print out the, uh, the uh, actually it's a string one i think is a, is a map it will print out the all the all the years and then for this one, j is not initialized. J, j is not initialized because everything in Go is always initialized at zero, so you don't have to explicitly uh, uh, initialize the value. It's always type. It's very safe. You will not have some an uh, un, unexpected value to a, a value that you declare. This is some basic about about the Go program and one big question about goal is that is it object oriented or not some said go is object oriented and some said go is not object oriented but if you look closer to that in a way it has the essence of a program oriented or object oriented programming but it doesn't have the familiar familiar uh, names or way of handling it has a specific way to handle object program. And something before, uh, let's say, I have another demo. And this is something to similar to an object-oriented uh, program. But let's run that. It's called about the interface. Let's say go run demo interface go. And this is the output you see. OK, this is uh, some. Some hypothetical case I I come up with. So during Christmas season last week, everyone worked an extra forty hours. The developer and the operator. It prints out the name, the year of service, the skill, and the extra pay. You will see for the developer the extra pay is four thousand eight hundred, and for the the operator it is fourteen thousand. We we'll go look at the code demo. This is how we can use interface to to do the magic, because first of all we have we have the de- de- decoration for a developer. We have the name, year, of service, programming language, overtime rate, and then also over here. I think this is easier. In line 24 to 29, this is another structure for operator. It's name, year, of service, well. For operators, I think certification is more important. So we have this and then also overtime rate. And now we have two something called method. For now, I think we can always remember a method is a function with a receiver. And this is how I am uh, remembering what a method is. This is the method it's called overtime pay. And the receiver is the structure developer. Down here is also the same name, overtime pay, but the receiver is ops operators, and this is how we calculate overtime rate. And you can see, uh, I put something fictitious, is that the operator has an extra ten thousand as bonus because they are they smile more. This is just come up, but this is how we construct a uh, how to calculate overtime pay. And then later on in the function, we assign Tom as the developer D. And then as we use this in line 50, we use the over, overtime pay. We pass the same number of hours and calculate the overtime pay for a developer. And for Jerry, who is an operator, we we use the same if you look at the lines, they are similar. And the overtime pay. It's called the same function, but because of the method, uh, based on the structure and these two different overtime overtime pay, the uh, correct overtime pay is able to be calculated. This is something un- unique for Go, is that is this is the way called something called interface that we should look at. And this is uh, a thing worth looking into more than going, looking into concurrency if we start learning Go because concurrency is a very advanced feature. If it is not used properly, it might not be able to do its job uh, or what you have expected. So this is something I think uh, some way I, this is for the demo, I have a glimpse of what Go is. I Actually, I start learning Go after Thanksgiving and it's only a month. I consider myself also a beginner, but uh, this is something I hope I can do some demo on what gold is. Is there any questions? on? I don't have Twitter up or I don't see any questions. Uh, Lauren, do we have any questions so far?
0: Uh, not seeing any so far yet.
1: And this is what I have. and. Go resource is what I have here. Is that one thing about Go is that let's say let's say Go playground. Go is that even if you do not log Go into your computer, you can always go here and type in some some of the Go code and it would run for you. Just say if this is the default, if you run, it will say uh, hello world, hello program playground. And it just this is something we can play play around with to, to check out your code. Um, let's see. There are, to to Google, we use the word Go language better. And then there's different ways to learn Go, and I hope that this can give you uh, some encouragement or some motivation for people to learn to look into this, this language. And that's all I have tonight.
0: Awesome job, Anthony. Thank you so much for that. Uh,
1: thank you. It's a privilege to present a VBank bag again.
0: It it was uh, definitely a learning experience. I've been hearing so much about Go that uh, it was good to kind of see it. I haven't actually looked into it yet. So, so definitely uh, a good thing to look into. I, I hear about it everywhere. So...
1: Yeah, it's getting more and more popular. And again, I just look at this picture. That This is my motivation.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks to everyone who could join us. And uh, you know, I guess we'll catch everyone next year for, for the next commitments or, or whatever iteration we call it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.